This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Rebecca Dittman, Liverpool, United Kingdom. Web address mercurialspirit.co.uk The Trumpet Major Being a tale of the Trumpet Major John Loveday, a soldier in the war with Bonaparte, and Robert, his brother, first mate in the merchant service, by Thomas Hardy. Preface The present tale is founded more largely on testimony, oral and written, than any other in this series. The external incidents which direct its course are mostly an unexaggerated reproduction of the recollections of old persons well known to the author in childhood, but now long dead, who were eyewitnesses of those scenes. If wholly transcribed, their recollections would have filled a volume thrice the length of the trumpet major. Down to the middle of this century and later, there were not wanting, in the neighbourhood of the places more or less clearly indicated herein, casual relics of the circumstances amid which the actions move, our preparations for defence against the threatened invasion of England by Bonaparte. An outhouse door riddled with bullet holes, which has been extemporised by a solitary man as a target for firelock practice when the landing was hourly expected. A heap of bricks and clods on a beacon hill, which had formed the chimney and walls of the hut occupied by the beacon keeper, worm-eaten shafts and iron heads of pikes for the use of those who had no better weapons, ridges on the down thrown up during the encampment, fragments of volunteer uniform and other such lingering remains brought to my imagination in early childhood the state of affairs at the date of the war more vividly than volumes of history could have done. Those who have attempted to construct a coherent narrative of past times from the fragmentary information furnished by survivors, are aware of the difficulty of ascertaining the true sequence of events indiscriminately recalled. For this purpose, the newspapers of the date were indispensable. Of other documents consulted, I may mention, for the satisfaction of those who love a true story, that the Address to All Ranks and Descriptions of Englishmen was transcribed from an original copy in a local museum, that the hieroglyphic portrait of Napoleon existed as a print down to the present day in an old woman's cottage near Overcombe, that the particulars of the king's doing at his favourite watering place were augmented by details from records of the time. The drilling scene of the local militia received some additions from an account given in so grave a work as Gifford's History of the Wars of the French Revolution, London, 1817. But on reference to the history, I find I was mistaken in supposing the account to be advanced as authentic, or to refer to rural England. However, it does in a large degree accord with the local traditions of such scenes that I have heard recounted, times without number, and the system of drill was tested by reference to the army regulations of 1801 and other military handbooks. Almost the whole narrative of the supposed landing of the French in the bay is from oral relation as aforementioned. 
other proofs of the veracity of this chronicle have escaped my recollection. Thomas Hardy, October 1895 End of Preface